Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom For the first time in United Queendom history I'm giving an episode 10 out of 10. No way! 10 out of 10, bitches. 10s, 10s, 10s across the board. This episode gave me life. Oh my, and RuPaul wasn't even in it. OMG. Well, she was in the video bit and they still do. You wear it, you wear it well at the end. They did. And I have to say, well, I'm, I'm going to give it, um, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Oh, you do like an eight and a half. I knew that. But Sam... <laughs> okay, shut up. I, shut up. I love it. I'll give it a nine. <laughs> <laughs> Round up. But d- what, what was wrong with it? Because I think a 10 out of 10 means perfect episode and I cannot fault this episode. What was wrong with it? Okay, well, the only things I would say, because you, cause you say that on our sliding scale of one to 10, that it has, that 10 is the best drag race episode of all time. No, right? 10 is not. I would say 10 out of 10 means it's in the top 10 best episodes of all time. Oh, okay. Which um, I'd say this is for me. No, I still give it a nine because I didn't know the guest judge. Um, and, she was in Charlie uh, and the Chocolate Factory. She was one of the Oompa Loompas. Charlie and the what? She's in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. She was one of the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> she was not. <laughs> well, she looks like one. She was the <laughs> she was the lesbian one. <laughs> no, they all look the same and they're all male. I mean, God knows how they reproduce. But actually, no, I think they're cloned. <laughs> anyway, you know, that's by the by. I just didn't know No, who she's she was. lesbian, and not by. And obviously, and obviously there's... <laughs> she's Les the Les. She, um, she, Les, Les Dawson. Or is it Les Dennis? <laughs> anyway, um, no, because I don't know who she is, because I didn't know, because there was... And I, and I don't know, I just, it wasn't perfect for me, but I loved it, so that's why I'm giving it a nine. A nine is good. And yeah, for me, yeah. 10 out of 10, but it'll probably be the only one I ever give on the show. So to celebrate, I'm having a beer today. And because there's no water Woo! here. Congratulations. So if I start slurring halfway through the episode, I apologise. There'll be no change there. <laughs> Usually I start at the beginning. So, and, it is, and it is Brighton Pride weekend as well. So um, cheers. Brighton Pride weekend, yes. And I've got a mention later on for a special episode we're doing, but we'll get to that. But let's focus on this episode, which starts with Tainomi gone. No more yeah. Tainomi. Uh, so that's already a positive, as her decline was a little bit depressing, I thought. Um, but I had a little bit of tea from a dear listener, Benty, um, about Ilona last week. So, you know, remember when, before the lip sync, she didn't want to do it? Well, yeah. apparently yeah. what we did not see, what was edited out was she actually refused to do it. And the judges had to remind her of her contract that she signed. And they threatened her with legal consequences to force her to do the lip sync. Oh, my God. What, because, what, because she refused to do it against Tainomi because Tainomi is such a legend? Yeah, and I think friends with her as well. I think she knew her before. The sh- I think they all know each other. So I think she really didn't want to lip sync against her. So when they say don't fuck it up, they mean legally. Like, you have to do this. Because we'll do you. We'll have your guts for garters. I think, um, <laughs> but also I think that's that ironic that that happened and then she smashed it though. That's quite funny. Well, I think she was contractually obliged to smash it. It's probably in the small print. <laughs> Not only perform, but it better be good, bitch, or we're suing your ass. She could have thrown it. I mean, she could have easily thrown it, but she didn't. I mean, so actually like, I just think, I'm not being funny, but Elena is a fucking drama queen. And I mean, I know you, this, is, this is 10 out of 10 for you and I'm sure it's the drama that adds to that as well. And it does yeah. for me, but like, 
Honestly, when they got back to the workroom, it was like, do you know that scene in Lord of the Rings when Gandalf's dead and they all and they all leave the um they all come out on the mountain and they're all crying and it's like the worst <laughs> thing ever. It was like that. They're all literally weeping. And then they go, oh, it's like a family member, but then they stop short of saying a family member dying because I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, people! This is Canada's Drag Race. It is not Lord of the Rings. It's not you know. Schindler's List, Jesus. She's Bilbo Faggins, maybe. But, um, <laughs> Bilbo, 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 Bilho Haggins. <laughs> but actually, we briefly mentioned on this last week, and it's probably not a good thing to speculate about the uh, status of um, the contestants, but uh, Ilona has actually come out as trans. So we didn't know. Oh, really? she, she kind of mentioned last week about being representative, and we didn't know what that meant. But since she filmed the show, she's fully transitioning now. And she wrote on social media because she's been getting a lot of hate, as you are now giving her, Sam. Uh, she said <laughs> part of the reason she was so bratty on the show was because it was hard for her to be there, like at, pretending to be something she's not. Because it it sounds like she hid her trans status. Oh, okay. So all right. Ma- so I I understand that, but I also think um, when somebody is particularly bratty. There's usually an excuse for it and they're usually pretty much exactly the same after the excuse is given. And she's already said that she was living in LA and she's so bratty LA like, oh my God. I mean, she does say, she does say, um, you know, what did she say talking about? I've got to live my truth. Or she said, well, she's playing a victim card or something. That does play <laughs> into what you said though, however. So I, I, can, I can go with that. Yeah, and we're a bit bratty, so we can relate as well. Well, um, think for yourself, babes. <laughs> some of us are aware of it. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but all the crying, it does get broken up with some humour because they're all saying, oh, it feels like a member of losing a member of our family. And then Priyanka just goes, except for when Kine left, I didn't care. <laughs> so th- that was funnier than her entire Snatch game. So she already peaked <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think it was a funny old episode for Priyanka because she's a... She loves it when people praise her and then obviously, you know, pretends to hate it when they don't. But it's just like, she very much thinks she's the goddamn bee's knees. And so I think this, this was a good episode for her. You know, give her a bit of a knock. Knock a few spots off. Yeah, I think it'll take her down a peg or two. Uh, she tells Alona that it was disrespect for her, disrespectful for her not to lip sync or not to want to. And then she and says, she's right, yeah. Yeah, don't play the victim card. And then Alona says, how dare you tell me how to feel, Priyanka? And she does very quickly apologise. It's one of the briefest feuds we've had no. on the show. <laughs> I, need to, I need to stop you right there. She doesn't apologise. She says, I'm sorry. I, she said, I apologise. She says she uses apologise as a real serious word. It I didn't not clock that. Didn't yeah, she that. does. She goes, oh, oh my God, I apologise. <laughs> I was like... I was like, you can't use, you know, that as a vernacular. No, no, babe. That's like crossing your fingers in the drag world. It's just not meaning it. It's I like know. it's like when on All Stars Form, when Ecart was sending home Latrice, she's going, she's brown cow stunning. She gives you the ooh-ah sensation. But I'm like, <laughs> you can't squeeze in catchphrases into sincere moments. It just doesn't really work. <laughs> well, that's exactly, it's exactly what it was. So RuPaul does a video, his weekly video, and it's full of Celine Dion references. So Yay! I thought, um, yeah, we knew it was Snatch Game, but I would have thought if I was in the room that it was going to be a Celine Dion-based challenge. So it was a bit of a misdirect. But Sam, we love Celine, don't we? We do. And weirdly enough, on Facebook this week, I've got a reminder of, you know, one of those. I mean, sometimes they're nice when you get a Facebook picture reminder. Sometimes they're awful if it's like an ex or someone that's died. But um, this time it was, this time it was all right. It's good if it's an ex that died, though. That's quite nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, yay! Um, so it was, it was you, it was you and me and our dear friend Dan at um, at Celine Dion, I believe, the O2. 
Oh my God, that was such an amazing night. So we've actually had two nights at Celine. We got, a few years ago, we saw her at the O2, which was the first time I ever saw her live. And then yeah. last, was it last year we saw Celine at Hyde Park? What's it called, BTS? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, we weren't together that day, but we were, we were both in the presence of Celine, but not together. Oh, we were together. We were not physically together, but we were emotionally together. Because I was in this uh, area where it was like a stand by the side of the stage. And Sam was downstairs in the main area. And then Sam like did a performance, a lip sync performance to Celine Dion, all coming back to me now. And for all of our, no one was even watching Celine. They were all watching Sam. You slayed it. <laughs> I know. Do you know what as well? Like I was, you shouted at me. I was leaving because I was, I was really tired. I've been, I've been at um, Wimbledon all day, and I was leaving. And like, and I saw you up there, and you were like waving. So I put my bag down, moved it to one side, and then just did, and then just did a lip sync performance for you. You put down your bag of brown, and you moved to one side. <laughs> I, poli- I polished off my bag of brown and, uh, did a, and did a performance that I'll never remember. <laughs> I love that you say you were tired. You're like, oh God, we're going to have to fully slay this lip sync. I was like <laughs> Stacey Francis up in the stands like, yes, bitch, you better work. <laughs> but, then, but then after you left, me and Dan went down there and I, uh, it was, my heart would go on. I started sobbing during it and he fucking Insta-lived it. So everyone on Instagram, because Dan has like a million fucking followers, all saw me crying to Celine Dion, possibly the gayest thing I've ever done. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've done a few more things that are more gay than that. But I <laughs> will say, however, that, um, yeah, it was, it's memorable moments with Celine. And that's why it's so good that it brings it back down. This is why it's all coming back to us now for <laughs> Canada's Drag Race. Well, I was supposed to be seeing her with my mum in September. I got her that as a Christmas present, but it's been postponed to next April in Birmingham. So hopefully Celine will be reunited again. Probably more exciting for me than it is for you. But yes, very, we love Celine in this house. But I, do you know, I have to say that um, also, veering slightly off topic, not really at all actually, because it's about Celine. I decided to look up if Celine had ever been on Drag Race. She's, so she's, no, she's not. She has judged a few drag, uh, drag competitions outside of RuPaul's Drag Race. But then, so I was reading an interview with... Michelle, yeah, and she was saying how that um, that people obviously suggest all these massive celebrities each year, like Cher and Madonna and Celine. Yeah, and she said that she said the apps, the invitations go out to all of them every yeah. every time there's a new series commissioned. She said, and then she said, she said the problem is obviously with some of these old these older stars sitting down and doing it for twelve hours is quite difficult. And I thought, whoa, <laughs> shady shady bitch. I mean, are you saying that Madge is too old to do anything for twelve? about solid or or chair for that matter i mean she can still have breaks also sitting on a chair is not that hard i mean these these are women who perform for two hours dancing around a stage you think they can't sit on a fucking chair i think the subtext there is that drag race is a very long day of work and they're not paid to be on it i don't think they get maybe they get paid a little bit but it's not like really for them a a day's work it's you kind of they have to be a fan of the show to want to do it it's Mm. not really something that's a, a great lucrative gig for them or anything. And also, and also it's not like these people already ha- don't have the gaze in the palm of their hands. And oh, been, yeah. And they, and they have been, you know, praised and lauded all over Drag Race since the beginning of time anyway. So it's like they don't need to up their game anymore. They've already, there's already been so many Madonna challenges and Celine challenges, etc. So why would they need to? Oh, yeah, Madonna's like, I think I need some more gay fans. I better go on Drag Race. No, I don't think that's the case, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so Brooklyn Heights comes in and she announces, oh, God, I love this episode, that the library is open. So it's kind of... <laughs> um, so I love, obviously, the reading 
eating challenge. That's my bread and butter, um, if, if I was eating carbs. And this is a great one. So did you love it, Sam? Well, first of all, I do. I mean, I know I'm a stickler for pointing out these little things, but um, I thought... Enough about your dick. What God? <laughs> the library's open here too. <laughs> oh God, shut it. I didn't bring my card. Um, I think it's obvious because it's the BBC and the sunglasses are provided by somebody that's been blurred out. But it means we've got a bunch of shitty Primark sunglasses rather than usual like, you know, comedy, comedy sunglasses of the same ilk. But it's just, they're just all rubbishy Primark ones and it really gets my nerves for some reason. <laughs> that's a really good point you bring up actually because you've just made me realise that they didn't bleep out the swear words in this episode because one of the reads no. was the only thing you're fucking is stupid so they must have dropped that shtick which is good because it was quite annoying us wasn't it no they just bleep out motherfucking they keep fucking oh but they bleeped out cunt before didn't they i guess cunt it's cunt and motherfucking you can't have fucking's okay <laughs> oh is that across the board on the bbc i think i'm not sure but i mean that seems to be the benchmark for this one so you can fuck but just don't fuck your mother <laughs> No, just your dad. Um, <laughs> so what were your favourite reads from the challenge? Uh, Lemon, I thought, was great. Yes. Uh, she was really funny. and She did the slinky was... one. You're like a slinky. Yeah. I don't know what you're good at, but I love to push you down the stairs. That was a yeah, great read. I liked that. Oh, my God. But my standout moment was um, with Rita when she totally shades Brooklyn again. <laughs> yes, I think that cost her the reading challenge, but it was worth it. She's like, finally, a Canadian can win Drag Race. And then Brooklyn took a second to, like, catch on to what had happened. She was, like, laughing along, like, oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> Hang on, that's about me. And the thing is, as well, the thing is as well, this is the same person who, when she got slated on the runway by Brooklyn, said, oh, we don't care about that. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's a little bit of beef there. And obviously, I think she's older than Brooklyn. And and she thinks like, uh, how is it that you are a judge? You you shouldn't be judging me. I should be judging you. <laughs> you need to do a Rita Bagger for Snatch Game. That was good. <laughs> um, Thanks. I have to point out one thing because it's caused a lot of confusion. So Boa said in the reading challenge, Lemon, can you hold my drink? I've always loved putting it on a coaster, which I thought was a good read. And to me, it made sense. But my friend Alex did not get this. And then later mm. I saw on Reddit, a few people didn't understand the joke. So yeah, I assume you got it. It means as in coasting, like coasting through life, coasting through school, coasting through the competition. Yeah, it was quite simple, but people appear to have got it confused. So we're here to help. That is what that meant. We're not <laughs> here to help thickos. Work it out yourself. Work it out. <laughs> Um, so Lemon, I think, was the rightful winner. I think she had the best reads. I bet she, um, those are reads she's heard before. I don't think she came up with them herself. They seem like kind of worn classics, but even yeah. I, I hadn't heard them. Yeah, and I'm, su I'm surprised you didn't, um, you didn't suggest your services to any of these queens as well. Well, the thing is, you can't with the regular drag race, because like, you don't know who they are till they've already been on the show. Oh, right, yeah. But on All Stars, you kind of have a, f a feeling for who they're after. So they still don't hire me. Pe you can't peddle your wares you to every drag queen in the world. Oh, chicken, I can't give it away. It's much <laughs> like my love life. You wish you could give that away. <laughs> so it's time for the Snatch Game. Uh, so... Sam, we've talked in All Stars 5 about Snatch Game, but yeah. for Canada's Drag Race, are there any Canadian celebrities that you would do if you were on the show? Is Miley Cyrus Canadian? No. no. Is she? I think... <laughs> well, definitely not her then. Uh, I think maybe... I think I could, you know, I could do uh, Justin Bieber or... Justin Bieber um, would be good, yeah. I'd or, love to do Justin would... Bieber, actually, in many ways. <laughs> would you like him to do you? Pardon me, sorry. Um, or maybe... I love his dick pic. 
Sorry, I told you I was drinking beer. I'm getting loose lips today. <laughs> loose lips think ships, darling. I think, um, well, Celine obviously would be amazing to do. Nobody did them. And obviously they were told it was a Celine challenge, so they couldn't do Celine, even though she would be perfect for Snatch Game, obviously. Cause well, I think because Brooklyn bonkers. bombed it as well as Celine. I, th- I think people would probably avoid it for that reason as well for a while. Yes. So Canadian ones, I mean, I, I don't really know that many Canadian stars. I would say maybe Carly Rae Jepsen, but... People don't really know her personality. I think Alanis would be a good Snatch Game character. Oh, that'd be so good. You're so right. You could do the hair over the nipples, the, the naked from the waist up, and you could do the, um, uh, like, <laughs> I mean, that would just be funny for half an hour. Who else is that? Oh, everyone on Reddit was saying, and this is a very good point, Catherine O'Hara, and then do it as Moira Rose from Shit's Creek. Oh, wow. Just do Moira Rose. That would be so good as well. I think it'd be, it's quite a hard impression to do. I can do a little... Oh, John, what about the baby? I mean, I can do it a little bit, but it's quite hard and she's quite... Well, she... because... Well, I was reading about it, actually, the other day because um, I love Catherine O'Hara and I have done my She's the life. fucking queen, definitely. She, re- she really is. And since ever since Home Alone... Kevin! She's, um, <laughs> she's, she's, just, she's just the best. And, uh, yeah, so I was reading how basically, um, I think it was the... Because, you know, obviously their father and son team that are that are in it yeah um, and the guy who's writing I can't remember his name Eugene and Dan Levy Dan Levy yeah, plays, Dan, yeah. yeah Dan Levy he was saying how he sort of it was like watching two old friends basically so it was his parent his his dad and Catherine O'Hara because they they did so much improv together and she sort of she yeah. sort of just made up this voice that no one has ever heard of that accent in their whole lives and she's just sort of made it up and they just sort of ran with it and they, he said that every take they did of Catherine O'Hara well she did it differently so they were like oh, uh, which why do we use it's so much material oh I didn't know she made up the voice I thought they would have said this is how we want her to sound no no she just created it herself it's crazy I mean it's just a joy to watch her do that it's actually like where you really respect acting like comedic mm. acting like what she does is just well we can't speak highly oh, enough gotcha. and also and also but if you can if you, you if you got the accent right and the words and you could obviously because I mean drag queens love to do like a bit of older lady makeup do you know what I mean it's perfect so bread and butter so um they could do that and if you got the accent right you could that could smash it on Snatch Game couldn't it and you could do like what you just said where maybe halfway through Snatch Game you could change into Home Alone her yeah Home Alone Catherine O'Hara yeah <laughs> Kevin oh I always cry at the end of Home Alone it's Kevin <laughs> So, but none of them choose any Canadian celebrities. There's not one Canadian celebrity on the Snatch Game. <laughs> Priyanka says she thinks she'll be good because she worked in kids' TV. Um, in the UK, we know that working in kids' TV doesn't always necessarily mean that you're great. It can mean... doesn't necessarily mean you'll work again. <laughs> <laughs> Could mean you're cancelled. Cancelled like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> but Priyanka's doing Miss Cleo. So did, you, did you know who that was? Vaguely. I sort of, I sort of knew. And I, but I, I, because I knew... Of her vaguely, I honestly thought that she would do really well. <laughs> yeah, I. The only time I've heard of Miss Cleo is on All Stars Three. Shangela was going to do her for Snatch Game, but oh, she right, changed yeah. her mind. So I'd heard of her through that, but yeah, I didn't really know who she was. But there's been a lot of mediums done on Snatch Game, even Alexis mm. Mateo recently. It's quite a good crutch to and use, and a few larges as well. <laughs> Enough about Yuriko Ohara. <laughs> then, so Jeffrey does the walkthrough. So we have to talk about this because it's kind of escalated now. Jeffrey, a lot of people hate Jeffrey. It's become clear at this point. <laughs> Can I say that I have, I have a dear friend Sam who watches the show, and um, he just seems to hate on her even more <laughs> each week. Like he cannot, he can't bear like the little shoulder shrug and the and the looking them up and down. And yeah. he's like, he's he's definitely he's definitely on that on that train that hate train. But um. <laughs> 
What do you think? Well, it's getting to the point now where, like, they filmed this last year. Jeffrey Boy Chapman has been popular with Drag Race fans because of his appearances on the normal show. Mm. He's good looking, so everyone fancies him. And then. Because of his appearance, full stop, babes. Yeah, and then he's waited a year for it to air, and now everyone's hating him. This must be awful to. He, I know. Do you know, he must have been so excited and now he's just like, shit, this couldn't be going more badly. I feel bad for him, but I figured out the solution. He needs to judge the show nude because that would turn it around because even everyone who hates him admits they all want to hit that. So I think he just needs to give the people well, what they want. I thing is, I don't hate him at all. I think I think he's he's doing quite a good job. He's relatively funny, but I mean, it's because... Is he? He's sort of... He's sort of no, but he's, it's because he's sort of morphing each week into RuPaul or trying to be RuPaul. Like, I mean, even with the yellow eye makeup, it's like, if you're coming in as like this, you know, because when he was on the show before, we've discussed this before, he was this sort of like butch Canadian eye candy. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was like, oh, yeah. and, he, and, he, and like, that's why RuPaul does that whole like faux love thing with him. And then now it's he, not faux. He gets, he gets more, he gets more and more, he gets more and more catty, more and more camp, more and more makeup. And it's just like, what are we watching? Is it like, is it like a metamorphosis? <laughs> I thought my TV was broken with the yellow eye makeup. I didn't know he was wearing makeup. I thought no, was... he's wearing, he's got, he's got, Proper full on geesh. Um, yellow eye, yellow eye makeup or geesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got a beat face, honey. He's beat for days. Um, well, I think a lot of people do want to beat him at the moment as well. You beat yourself off to him for days. <laughs> uh, we find out that Kiara is doing Mariah Carey. So, oh my God, we have waited so long for someone to do Mariah. I can't believe it's taken this long and I can't believe it's gone so badly. <laughs> She says she does her in her shows, but I presume she means lip syncing to her songs, which is very different from snatch gaming someone. Yeah, that's it. That's so, I mean, that's, yeah. That, that's, I mean, I'm sure, because she, I mean, she didn't particularly look the part. She was far too skinny for a start. But, um, <laughs> I think, you know, I think you, there's more, oh, there's just, oh, there's so much more she could have done. She just looked like a drag queen in a, in a Christmas outfit. Oh, God, yeah, she could have addressed the J-Lo feud, the Nicki Minaj, the I don't know yeah. her, the big boobs, the always drunk, the diva tantrums, the getting caught out lip syncing. Like, there's so much you can she do. Could have had, she could have had a fucking fake puppy with her. I've got, like, a bunch of fake puppies. That would have worked. I mean, God. Yeah, oh, yeah, because that was her... De- uh, she used to ask for white puppies in every room. Didn't... Her rider, yeah. Yeah. Or that she doesn't do stairs. Anything like that. These are classic Mariah moments. And that's what really pisses me off on the Snatch Game when... Because I remember it reminded me a little bit of Naomi Smalls um, back in season eight when she did Tiffany New York Pollard. And, like, if mm. you choose someone who has so much potential, it's even more mortifying when you don't do anything with it. It's like, yeah, what yeah. were you thinking? Uh, but we will get to Snatch Game. We're just going over their choices at the moment. So Ilona is doing the cro- the cock destroyer, Rebecca Moore. You didn't know who that was. Well, no, and I looked I looked her up and, um, oh my God, the first video that comes up is like, they're proper rotters. And they're like, um, <laughs> they just go, she's going, oh, I can't wait, Trevor, gangbang, get all your balls milked right in my mouth. All round <laughs> my tits, look at my big fucking teats, come on. <laughs> Like, like, and then so I looked at that and I was like, well, reasonably appalled and aroused. <laughs> and then I looked at, um, and, then, and then I, and then, and then I saw that they'd done something in March for Netflix, basically um, something to do with um, sex education, but they're using those two. Oh, I was just, 
Oh, it's really quite boggled my mind. To be <laughs> they are quite popular. I haven't really watched their videos, but they do get mentioned a lot. So I think they are, yeah, quite a thing. I think we're going to have to surrender to it eventually. Yeah. One person I was definitely familiar with, because it is one of my favourite people of, in history, genuinely, is Joan Rivers. So the fact oh, Jimbo is doing Joan, has done Joan Rivers, it makes me so happy because she's someone, again, I really want, I, w- I would want her to be done justice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's shocking we've never had her on the show. Miss Kasia Davis in season seven was going to do Joan rivers but she got eliminated before the snatch game and sharon needles does her a lot i don't think the wig was right and i don't and i think the makeup she, i think she made she made her look too old and she looked much younger than that even well she's she, dead because, because, i know even though because of her surgery she was <laughs> you know proper proper pulled up to the nines with a facelift so i think i think yeah. over the makeup wasn't right she looked too old yeah and i i have to admit i've seen um joan rivers done better because like um, liza she's someone who's done a lot but at least it was yeah. a good it it wasn't um like tarnishing her memory or anything yeah <laughs> i never got to see joan rivers uh she actually i had tickets to see her and she died before then selfish bitch but, oh i remember um, you saying that oh selfish bitch did, did you ever see her live no, never, no. I oh, mean, I would have loved to have done. Only on, um, well, I mean, you could, oh, I was going to say. On TV. I was going to say, I was going to say only on TV. That's <laughs> not really live, is it? See you in the magazines. She was in live for the audience on TV. <laughs> so no, it's oh. just no. It's a, a full on no. She seemed like someone who was going to be around forever, even though she was getting on a bit. So I just always thought, oh, one day I'll see her. And it just, it's so sad because I think she's iconic. Yeah, but that's the same as Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Same as Carrie Fisher. They d- died before their time. Did you know that Carrie Fisher died from sleep apnea? Did she? I think she'd taken some wrong pills or something. Oh, okay, we're going to have to get to the bottom of that. That's a separate podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we mentioned, as well as Joan Rivers has done a lot, Liza has done a lot and has even been done on... Um, snatch game before with alexis um, michelle in season nine winning with liza so i mm. i'm of the opinion that if you're gonna do your share your liza anyone who's done to death you have to really smash it's it gotta be really special that's i mean that's why i thought jujube was so good at eartha kit because she smashed it exactly yeah she'd been done before and when there's like this whole body of work to work with yeah you've got to you've got to pick into it's about getting into the character and then saying new things as that character which i think both of them did quite well so you have to be quite confident um but someone who's never been done before is edith piaf and i wouldn't have thought she was an obvious choice what did you make of rita bagger oh my god i um, are we talking about her performance or the fact that she's going to do Edith Piaf? Uh, just, just the choice at the moment, and then we'll get to the. Um, I think it's a fantastic choice. She has, she hasn't been done before. Have you seen her Levy on the Rose? I before? haven't. I need to see it. Oh my god, it's so good, and it is ripe for the picking. It's, there's so much you can do with it. From when she's a bit, it's it's almost a bit like doing Judy Garland, basically. Yeah. She's, um, she's that she's that massive uh, in France. She's like there. She is like their Judy Garland, and. And with same, almost the same problems, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And she had that really crazy look, those eyebrows. I mean, I'm amazed it hadn't been done before. Uh, but the fact that Rita's obviously French Canadian as well just just feeds right into it. So it was hers to lose. Who plays Edith Piaf in Le Vie en Rose? Oh, when you were going to ask me that, oh, Judy. It's Judy um... Garland. No, <laughs> it was only a few years ago. She got nominated for an Oscar for it. She's an Australian actress, uh, Judy someone. I'll, I'll, I'll find out. Oh, they got an Australian actress. How unusual. I need to see that. I'm going to put that top top of my list. The thing that upset me in the walkthrough was um, I thought Boa showed that she could do mm. quite a good Cindy Lauper, but then Jeffrey completely threw her off it. Did, I thought it was good. Can I just say that I was wrong? It isn't. Um, it isn't Judy. It isn't an Aussie. It's um, Marion Cotillard plays um, Edith Piaf. Is she the woman who's in Batman? Um, oh, the Dark Knight, right? 
Yeah, what? I think so. Ah, uh, I was she's thinking beautiful. she is beautiful and she stabbed Batman right in the back and then, spoilers, and then Bane <laughs> dies. Oh no, <laughs> sorry, we're going way off track. Um, <laughs> Have another beer, babes. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> um, you see my true colours. And speaking of, so Boa tries to do Cindy Lauper. Did you think that was an accurate impression? Um, no, I, I, but I, do you know what? I wish she, <laughs> I wish she had done it because um, I think um, it would have been really good actually because I because no I don't think anyone's done Cindy Lauper before and if you go but again if you can't get the voice right then don't bother so I I get it. She's another one, Cindy Lauper. I haven't seen live that I would like to. She is. I've seen her some, live. Oh, is she good? She, I, mean, I bet she. Oh, she was so good. <laughs> What's your favourite Cindy song? I drove all night. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have to say, because I have to say, she did that. She did the dance version of that before Celine did. I have to say, sorry. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people don't know that. They think it's a Celine original, and it was Cindy Lauper no. first. But apparently, it was originally written for Roy Orbison. It's no, it's a Roy Orbison song first, and it's an amazing song. And then Cindy did a um, did a dance remix of it. So then Celine sort of did a did a version of Cindy Lauper's version of Roy's version. No, but the the T is Cindy Lauper's version was released first. Roy Orbison's was recorded first, but it wasn't released till after um Cindy Lauper's version. Was it? So technically, yeah, even though Roy Orbison was the first person to record that song, Cindy Lauper was the first person to release it. So hers oh. is technically the original, but it's quite I com- will I I I do think of myself as a bit of a Cindy file, so I'm going to have to look that up. I'm sorry. It was just Wikipedia, so Wikipedia can be wrong. I looked it up just this morning. Um, it was probably C- Cindy's probably there changing it herself. <laughs> well, I've never heard Roy's version. Um, I, I was more familiar with Celine's, but I, I heard uh, Cindy's after, and I prefer Cindy's, I must admit. I love that song. Yeah, it is. It is brilliant. And... Um... Uh, she was awesome live. That is that isn't actually my favorite Cindy song. I've I've got all of her albums. She did like a really super gay album, um, maybe about ten years ago. All like probably into dance the night life. That yeah, one. yeah. That, that I think that's that's such a good album. If you haven't heard the whole album, it is fantastic. So um, and it's fag central. And uh, <laughs> I went to go and see. I went to go and see her with a boyfriend at the time. I think who was just super in love with her. And I took my sister, and it was just such. It was, do you know, I think it was before camera phones. Oh, my God. And, um, <laughs> yeah, because I know my sister's got a proper developed picture from that night. But she was fantastic. It was in, it was in quite a small... It wasn't even a mass... I, I think it was maybe Brixton Academy. It wasn't massive, but it was amazing. Back then, we just used to do sketches of them on stage because we didn't have our camera. <laughs> I know. Stand still! Stand still! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but instead of doing Cindy Lauper, Boa ends up doing... I hadn't heard of this cancer woman so is it gypsy rose is it this is well this is why i wanted um her to do cindy Lauper because i think it would have been much better yeah it's gypsy rose blanchard uh, i recognize the story and i was like how do i know because they use her storyline in the politician the first series of the politician did you watch that i didn't that's one from the makers of glee is it from brad that's right yeah, yeah. that's right um um Murphy and it was um yeah they use uh, so basically the story she's her mother basically uh, she she has um, Munchausen by proxy so you don't do you know what that is yeah where you fake it but for your child you, fake yeah, you fake it you fake it for somebody else and then you're like oh my god I faked I'm it for so... people before trust me <laughs> <laughs> you basically she makes out that she's a victim by making her child a victim of a disease so she's she's a wonderful person for looking after her etc 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 anyway the, the real story is super crazy and uh, Jessica Lang plays the mother obviously in um, in The Politician so it's, it's worth watching The Politician just for Jessica Lang in it and yeah so it's, it's awful and she gets murdered in the end and she makes her think she's got cancer and blah 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 and it's a really interesting story but I'm not sure well it was just that it wasn't very like 
For example, you don't need to know that JoJo person to know that that was a good performance that yeah. Lemon did. Do you know what I mean? So you don't have to know. Yeah, I knew of the story, but like, it's not like it's like a it's like a a really good documentary story as opposed to a good person to do on Snatch Game. I think. So did she kill her own mum? Because they made a reference to. No, it wasn't her. She, I don't think she killed her own mum, but she had a boyfriend that was sort of in love with her, and um, I think he hated her and wanted to. Um, we hate, he hated the mum, so they sort of. They sort of did it together. The boyfriend mm. ended up going to prison, I think. Okay. I, mean, I need to watch this show now. You've sold it to me. Um, so Lem- Lemon tells Jeffrey she thinks she's not doing enough and this means everything to her. And she's kind of giving me winner energy at this point. Are you getting that from Lemon? I think she might win the show. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, oh, wow. Uh, I, don't, I, think, I don't think she might win the show. I just think she's... I think she's really good... Uh, I mean, like, look, look at the, look at her runway. She's not going to win the show. Like, thinking that's okay. I think it's. That's um, true. I think she's. A, I think she's a really good contender. But I think she's very much the Blair St. Clair of this season in that she's not quite ripe. She reminds me like of Aquaria, though, like that confidence. But yeah, you're right. The, the runway is being that bad. I don't think she will probably win. But I think she's going to go far. I get a good feeling about her. Um, and I also get a good feeling about the runway category because it's a night of a thousand Celines. Yay! So which Celine look would you do? Oh my God, there are so many to choose from. You'd have to do a really iconic one, obviously. Um, I liked it when her new album came out and she had that, because I think she's so skinny and she does has so many crazy looks nowadays, like way more than she used to. Yeah. Um, she's gone super crazy fashion since her husband carked it. Um, I think I would... Husband slash abuser. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captor. <laughs> oh, mon dieu. Oh, mon dieu. Allegedly. Oh, no, we can say anything. He's dead now. You can't lie. Can I just say, can I just say, I did, um, so my personal history with Céline Dion is that um, <laughs> I did, so I did French A-level and for French A-level you need to have an oral section and, uh, which you know I love. <laughs> I initially wanted to do a song and I even, I was going to sing a song called Fly from, from her album, from her album to, 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 do you know what? I can't say it. I've forgotten the name of the album. But I bought when I bought the French <laughs> album and and learnt a load of the songs. And in one of the songs, basically, it's about it's a, one of the one of the songs is about her little niece who died. And uh, basically, she talks Sorry, about how how she, uh, <laughs> she talks about how she went into hospital and uh, held held her little held her niece and uh, until and she'd like died in her arms. And then like, she wrote a song about. It. And I was just like, I'm not being funny. I'm pretty sure. That little girl's mum probably wanted to hold her as she died in her arms. Not fucking Celine, so she could write a song about it. Anyway, so she did. And it's called her Fly. And it's about flying, you know, obviously flying up to the angels, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I found this, um, so I found this interview online about her and she, and it's all in French and it's all in English. So I cut it up uh, to learn the French one so I could just basically parrot it out. But also some bits, some bits in it were, um, she talks about how, if I wasn't, if I wasn't a international singer, I would be a professional model. <laughs> it's actually one of her quotes, which obviously made me hoot as I looked at her horsey mane. Um, <laughs> but then, but then also one of the one of the best quotes that, that I read that she said was um, talking about Rene, who had been managing her since she was thirteen, and basically and shagging she said, her since she was thirteen as well. No, no, absolutely not. So, but she said, but this is even more sinister. I mean, not more sinister than that. That's just fucking gross. But it's also illegal. And what he did was, <laughs> what he did was actually, he actually waited until the night of her 18th birthday. She says that, she says, basically every night he would come and give me a kiss. Good night. But, but on the eve of my 18th birthday, he gave me a kiss that was much more different. It was like a lover. 
And that was how they got together. And then he fed her a carrot in, a, in an open palm hand. <laughs> and a couple of sugar cubes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, so yeah, anyway, uh, anyway, thanks to Celine. I got a B. Merci, Celine. Oh, merci beaucoup. Sam, can I request, can you sing a bit of the French song you were going to sing originally? <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> well, that just remind me, a lot of people don't know this because Celine Dion's not known for writing her songs, but in fr- her French songs, she does write them, as you just mentioned about her niece. Mm, like, yeah. so she is a singer-songwriter, and in France, she's like, quite a credible artist. I mean, I'm not saying she's not credible, but people often say she's like a guilty pleasure or a bit cheesy. But mm. I think in French, she's more of like a, I don't know, like a Joni Mitchell type. And also she's uh, very much like, what's her jobs? Um, oh, who's the, no, who's, the, who's the Spanish one? Oh, what's her name? I'll keep wanting to say Shangela, but I don't mean Selena. That. No, no, no. She she did it with uh, Lopez. She sang with Lopez at the Shakira, end. Shakira, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah, and um, she's much like her <laughs> because, <laughs> because she sings in her native language quite a lot. So she does, she she puts out um, an, her native language album in between the British ones. So we don't really get them. Yes, that is a good comparison. She is like mm. Shakira. She's the classic yeah. Shakira. Mm. Um, so we get to the Snatch Game. Snatch Game has a red carpet. So they do their own little bit at the beginning, which I quite liked. And then... That was a nice new touch for, for... I mean, I didn't love it, but I thought um, for a first go, that that was quite nice. And I think it was just another way to shoehorn that woman into it again. But um, I think um, <laughs> I think that if it was... I think it could have it been done better, but I, you know, I quite liked it. I'd like to see that happen for um, RuPaul's Drag Race, actually. Yeah. Um, and this, this Snatch Game, unlike the regular one, is presented by Brooklyn Heights, who I think perfectly addresses the fact that she bombed Snatch Game. She says, I'm living proof that if you bomb this show, they make you come back and host it so it's kind of like she's made the joke before someone else does because i'm sure yeah. someone would have read it to filth rita basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um colin and justin are on the snatch game which is a bit weird i thought i wasn't expecting to see them <laughs> and also one of them i can't i can't remember which one was it colin or justin which one was sat on the left with the less gray hair i don't know which one's which but i know what you're gonna say what was I going to say about the um, the hair the hair transplant, the fillers, the Botox, and the plastic face? Was that what I was going to say? Oh no, I thought you were going to say he sounded drunk because he sounded like <laughs> fucking pissed. Do you think? <laughs> I'm sure you were just listening back to yourself. <laughs> okay, I actually am drunk at the moment, but he. I, I'm not drunk on Drag Race. I'm just drunk on Drag Race recap, <laughs> um, which is fine. <laughs> so into the actual snatch game. Who is your favourite? Um, I would have to say Elona's ac- Elona would have been really good if the accent wasn't so shit. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. it's quite. I know it's quite hard to do an ethics accent if you're American or Canadian. So, um, but I think it was, and I and I wish that Rita had done more with the EDPF having having watched the film. And I know she was doing her sort of like old and sleepy and drug addled. Um, I think she yeah. should have been a bit more. You know, she could have gone. She did she do she stopped halfway and that was the joke but I think she could have yeah. she could have she could have done more powerful funny Edith Piaf as opposed to you know sleepy death door Edith Piaf there was something quite like transfixing about her performance though it, was, it didn't make me yeah. laugh very much but I just mm. liked that she kind of oh it was because she was in pumped. it 100% she uh, yeah. was in it she was she didn't she didn't drop character at any moment I think that I would have to say that um yeah, I just would agree. Joan Rivers was was the best because she came up with some really rank things like "smell my fingers, smell your mum." You miss your mother. Smell my goddamn fingers. I love that. I mean, that was my. <laughs> that was rancid, but obviously amazing. And when it went, 
sorry, that was my vagina. It dropped. <laughs> I love that. Um, but my the bit that actually made me laugh out loud in the episode was Ilona when they said, can you spell how you say cock? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. C-O-C. I thought that was classic. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that was quite in character for a, uh, the, the who she was playing. So I thought that was quite good. Um, I thought Scarlett Bobo sounded more like Detox than Liza Minnelli. Liza. Um, so, but she did a passable thing. She thought she was a mate. She, I think she thought it was better than it was. Exactly. I think you're totally right. Um, mm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I think Kiara gave possibly one of the worst snatch games ever. To, well. Are we, that- it was it was a it was a push for the crown with that one because there's Priyanka just above her. Well, I I thought there was even though they were both clearly the bottom, I still thought there was a huge gap between. I thought Kiara was by far the worst because she didn't even to me give anything that even resembled a joke. No, I, yeah, it was it was basically almost like a a visual joke, like a visual performance, and it was like, well, do I have to say anything because I'm dressed like Mariah? <laughs> yeah, you do. You've got to be funny. Well, even like you said, she didn't even really look like Mariah. At least when Morgan McMichael's bombed as pink, she looked like pink while she was bombing. She didn't look like Mariah. Mariah no. is known for way more than just Christmas anyway. Like, obviously, that's <laughs> one of her many classic songs. She just kept naming Mariah Carey songs as if that's funny. That's not funny. We all know the names of the fucking songs. <laughs> Emotions. Yeah, that's, that's another one. See? Look Hero. Pause for laughter. No, that's not funny. Why would you do this? And like we said, there's just so much you can do with Mimi. I just found it, to be mm. honest, I found it offensive. <laughs> I'm writing to the BBC as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your favourite might be Lemon, though. Because Lemon was really funny. I guess it's because I didn't know who she was. And you're right that you didn't really need to know. But it's still... Well, I've, I've, I've since gone and looked her up and, um, oh my God, she is full on appalling. I mean, first <laughs> of all, the video, I think that I, the most recent one I think was actually um, sometime this year. And clearly she was from Dance Moms and clearly she was, uh, you know, a, a, like a young, pretty dance kid. But she's gotten older and I don't know whether she's like 12 or 13, but she's wearing all this like little dance girl gubbins and she looks like she's way too old to have them. She's she's showing people around her massive crazy house with all like toys and like and all of her all of her past costumes like on mannequins like a freak and um <laughs> and and like and she's got like a this, this is my pool and slime room. This is my uh this is my bar, my candy bar with like loads of sweets and and it just because she looks she and she's got all this fucking weird makeup on and and, and weird hair and her signature pony and it just the whole thing is really weird and disturbing. So I think because um, she just looks too old for it. She looked like she's been like you know if they could if her parents could keep her at like ten years old they would have done like given her those drugs that they give to um, Chinese gymnasts. But um, <laughs> no, but they but, they, but <laughs> this but this one I don't know. But it's, so therefore that once I looked her up I was sort of even more intrigued by her. But um. Her so uh, Lemon's performance was it was pretty spot on, but obviously, but funnier than the actual person. So it was that's exactly what you'd want with Snatch Game. That's the perfect sweet spot of doing someone that even if people don't know them, they still find it entertaining. Because I was laughing without knowing, and I love that hey yeah. all and the the speech. Hey all, the spe- <laughs> that was brilliant. The speech impediment is always good for a laugh. It's good to laugh at other yeah. people's misfortune. I keep laughing always. at inappropriate things this episode. <laughs> Celine Dion's niece. Um, Chinese gymnasts I'm just laughing at them all um, but I wasn't laughing during Boa's awful snatch game um, no she no. was bad and was she accurate because you saw the show about well she was quite accurate but it wasn't 
thing is, like, she just, she just, she was just a bald little girl with, you know, tubes coming out of her and a, and a hat on. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, and she was just like really meek and mild. Like the person who played her in the politician was, she was playing. It wasn't the same name, but you knew the story. And, uh, okay. Um, she was like funny, so she had like a sort of a a mean streak, um, which is why like she was. She sort of resented being made into this little Ill, Ill girl when she wasn't. So she had this sort of mean streak of, you know, malevolence towards her mother, which you just didn't get at all from um, from Boa. I mean, she said, I might just kill you. <laughs> but then still was still really sweet the whole time. So it didn't really work. It's hard to make cancer funny and she did not succeed. Um, no, she didn't. But overall, I thought this was one of the best Snatch Games ever. I think it's up there with uh, RUK1, All Stars 2 and Season 6, which tend to be... Um, known as the best ones and I really it made me laugh and even on second watch I loved it oh look at you yeah no I agree it was it was excellent and the thing is with an excellent snatch game you've got to have a couple of shit ones in there to um you know for a bit of a dichotomy yeah balance and Priyanka knows that she's bad she calls it one of the worst Canadian snatchers ever and then (laughs) Elona swoops in kicks her while she's down and says stop playing the victim as a throwback to earlier and I was like oh my god excellent excellent shade well done I thought the library was closed but no apparently not (laughs) (laughs) it's never closed really this is why I think like Priyanka's a little bit full of herself because she knows how shit it was and just laughs about it like normally in normal drag race they'd be like oh my god I think I'm really in trouble this week um that was really bad but she's like oh my god I was the worst <laughs> what am I like but I think she knows well they obviously know at this point what the lip sync song is because they know it's the Celine runway so I think she's thinking well I bombed but I know I'm gonna slay this lip sync which we will get um, to but, she, but I mean I thought personally I thought she was gonna be safe I thought she I thought she because of her amazing outfit on the runway yeah. she thought that that was gonna pull her back from the brink but then um, obviously it didn't yeah um jimbo starts talking about using humor to make friends so i think we can all relate to that we can that's why i've got no friends (laughs) the only thing you're fucking is humorless no i'm joking (laughs) we get a bit where kiara's dad says kiara's dad doesn't know she does drag or something i kind of zoned out for a second there was that important Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, they, I mean, there was so much going on in this episode, they tried to squeeze in a bit of emotion, and um, it was just a bit by the by, it wasn't really very interesting. Um, so we're going to take a break before we get to the runway, but just before we do, I thought we'd talk a little bit about um, our Pride episode this week. Yay! Yes, and uh, I actually missed out one of the letters from our listeners, so I'm just going to read that out, but we're basically doing a episode celebrating what would have been Brighton Pride and all things Pride-related. Yes. But Demi LeBrock wrote into us and she says, I turned up to a Pride event in mint green spandex with pineapples all over my nipples, and it turned out nobody else dressed up and there was loads of families with kids there. Sa- safe to say <laughs> I got shit-faced and owned it. <laughs> well, do you know what? So I have to say which something that I'm... <laughs> That uh, jumped out at me, Ed. So, um, so in our Pride podcast, we talked about you know, which is why I think this letter is about you know, fashion fails, etc. And you said, yeah, um, and you said Ed that you'd bought a um, basically a blouse with lemons on it. Yeah, isn't that pretty much what Lemon is wearing in all the VDs? <laughs> she is, but hers is white. Mine is a black blouse with lemons on. <laughs> Very I different. Thought it was, uh, yeah, not. When it comes to blouses, it's all black and white, babes. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon blouses. Speaking of blouses, should we go to the moon? Yay! Three, two, one. Two, 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 two the moon. To the moon. 
the moon. Come on and take me away. Tip, 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 the moon. God, that was more out of tune than your Celine Dion oral. Thank you. Moon, reveal yourself. Is that got a stag on it? Isn't it Ralph Lauren? Yeah. Honey, it's Ralph Lauren, not Lauren. It's Ralph Lauren, isn't it? Grey Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren? You pronounce it Lauren. Are you sure? I am sure. Did you not see Friends when she used to work with Ralph Lauren? And they talk about <laughs> Ralph Lauren the whole time. It's it's Ralph Lauren, like the name Lauren, not Sophia Loren, like Sophia Loren. She says Ralph Lauren. Oh, wait, does she? Ralph Lauren. She says Ralph Lauren, yeah. I'm oh. sorry to be a stickler for fucking fashion when I'm having <laughs> on fashions. <laughs> well, we all learned something new today. And Moon, that's a very nice shirt. Well done. I like the buttons on the collar. I always like a, I always like a collar with buttons, actually. Oh, yeah, thanks. me too. We could do with a little product in the hair, but we'll let it slide. It is a Sunday. Oh, cheers. Oh God, it's, it's, Bad it's, it's, hair day. This, this is like RuPaul's Drag Race. We're, we're actually doing product placement with Ralph Lauren. <laughs> exactly. Those clothes yeah. provided by Ralph Lauren. Good sponsor. And his heel provided by Getting Out of Bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, if I did Canadian Snatched game, it would have to be Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, yes! He'd be oh. a really good one to do. I didn't know he was Canadian. He's the one from 24, isn't he? Yeah, he's in and 24. The Lost Boys. And the and Lost Boys. Amazing. His look in The Lost Boys would be great, I reckon. I think it'd be hard to make that funny. Well, I don't know. He's like famously, you know, alcoholic and you could do Grouch, funny... Super growly. Do Jack and Bauer and... lines and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do it. <laughs> I mean, anything's oh, better wow. than some of the shit that came out this week. Anything's better than Kiara's Mariah, for sure. Good choice, Moon. You are Good safe this week. Congrats. Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> 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 Survived another week. <laughs> for you. No lip syncing for you, dear. Uh, should we take a short break? Mm-hmm. See you in a sec. Bye. Bye. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. It's time for the runway and I was very excited because Jeffrey is wearing the same shirt that I bought recently. We are in the same shirt. Oh my God, it wasn't a lemon shirt in black though, was it? <laughs> no, it had flowers on it. So does this mean that I'm fashionable? Well, it means, it means that um, you're hated by the nation. No, jokes. Um, the world, the yeah. <laughs> the world. The world of drag hates you. Of course it does. It means you're very fashionable, darling, but you always have been. Thank you. I can tell that you're crossing your fingers. I'm actually crossing my <laughs> legs and my fingers. <laughs> and my um, ball bags. Well, I've only got one ball bag. <laughs> Sam, you are sending me today. And this week, the show is being uh, guest hosted by full-time lesbian Mary Walsh. So I didn't know who she is slash was, but I loved her. Um, no, I didn't know either. I um, I looked her up as um, as I did with a few people this week, and and uh, she doesn't seem to have done anything that I would have seen. I think she, again, as we've said before, she's very Canada-centric, but she's got the order of Canada, so I think that's like almost like a dame over there. So she's obviously, you know, big news for them. She's, I think she's sort of a bit like Ta- Sandy Toxvig or something. A tiny lesbian. Yeah, someone should do it for Snatch Game, but it is a risk to choose men, so I don't know if that would work. <laughs> Sandy Toxvig? You rude arsehole. <laughs> I mean, thinking about second series of UK Drag Race, I mean, like, you could have, like, you could do Prue Leith, you could do Sandy Toxvig. There's so much, you know, there's so much you could do, isn't there? 
Oh god, yeah, there's loads. I can't wait for series two. So should we go through the runway looks? Yes! So who did you like? I loved Jimbo. Um, yeah, me too. I thought, I thought, I thought Bose was good. I don't know why they slated it but for all the fringe. Um, Celine's, Celine's outfit had all that fringe on it as well. She was I agree. She was just making it a bit more drag as they want them to do. It's fucking drag um, race. Cause Make it drag. Priyank, yeah, exactly. Priyanka I thought was brilliant. I just, I could not... Relieve? No, that's not right. <laughs> that's, that's 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 when you that's when you go to the toilet and relieve yourself, which I did in the break. I might add. I I think that I couldn't believe Lemon. I mean, what? That was ridiculous. It looked awful. She needed some padding desperately. But like so many of them, I mean, I and I I don't know whether it's like a conscious decision not to have boobs, but a lot of them. You know, like for example, I mean, and, and Celine doesn't really have boobs either because she's so old and skinny, a bit like an old mop. But um, I think, I think because I think, but for something like what she that because that outfit that um that Lemon was wearing obviously was from the Oscars, and the reason why Celine wore that outfit was because it's all about the necklace, and the necklace was the real necklace. It was well, not the real necklace from Titanic because that's made up, but it was um the heart it of was the an ocean. actual it was yeah it was actually a real you know jewel. It was fucking worth millions, so that's why she wore that dress just to show it off to be nothing else but the necklace. So, but the thing is, obviously, you know, Lemon needed to have like you know a, a waist. It's just it was just a boy body and a sack, bollocks. which some drag queens can get away with, like. Aquaria, Violet Chachki's mm. done it, but you need a certain type of body to pull it off. And Lemon is not a queen who can get away without padding, in my mm. opinion, not in a dress like this. It was a complete fail for me. And it may have cost her the win. It was lemon shaped rather than pear shaped because she just was <laughs> a little, she's just a little bit chunky around the middle. Do you know what I mean? Which, which you, if you're going to pull off a dress like that, you have to be fucking emaciated and she isn't. She's definitely not chunky, but yeah, she has a normal body. Normal boy, it's a normal boy board, so, you know. And um, what did you think of Rita Bagger's before and after thing? Yeah, I liked that. And um, especially seeing as she was the only one that put in a performance, I knew the dance she was doing. And um, she goes like, fucking Celine does some really crazy things on stage. I mean, I love it. Me, yeah. me and my friend Emmy used to be like obsessed with Celine. Celine! Because she'd, she'd, she'd be on stage. Like one of our favourite things ever that she used to do was um, she talked about René. And she was like, she was like, uh, where René would watch me from from at home when he was sick and and when I touch my nose that means Rene is watching and it means I got you babe I got you babe and she would say and she'd stand <laughs> she'd stand there and she'd be like everybody when I touch my nose it means Rene is with us tonight <laughs> and she'd go and she'd do these crazy duck walk dancing all around because she's because she's just loving life she loves performing so like when they were like oh I don't know what that is do your fucking research are you sure when she touches her nose, she's not doing cocaine and that's why she's so lively? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, a lot of people were offended that the judges didn't get the Eurovision reference, which I didn't get either. But yeah, you would think um, it's a Celine Dion challenge and they're in Canada. You would think they would know the references. Well, yeah, especially, especially enough. You don't know it enough to like show that you haven't done your research. Like, like Rita had to say, oh, well, it's from this. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like it's a fucking Celine challenge and you're the judges. What are you judging then if you don't actually judge Celine? It just didn't make any sense. Do you remember when we saw Celine and she started singing Rihanna's work? 
She's like going, quack, 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 for no reason. Like in between songs. Well, because she just talks nonstop in between songs, doesn't she? Yeah, I love it. I mean, she's as much fun to watch talk as she is to watch sing. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Some people pointed out that Celine, arguably Celine's most famous look that she's ever done is her backwards suit look. And they wondered oh, whether... Oh, that's a perfect one. Oh, yeah. Well, they said that maybe no one did it because everyone assumed that it might be a Madonna kimono situation where there would be oh, more than yeah. one. So that's why they all avoided the most obvious look. And also Brooklyn wore it uh, to do the snatch game that she bombed uh, in season 11. Oh, so I don't know yeah. if that might have been why but none of them tried that one possibly a bit too iconic and the thing is i remember at the time when she when she did that even all the fashion people were like oh my god she's ridiculous she's such a fashion joke blah 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 blah. and now the joke's on them yeah she's become quite fashionable now hasn't she yeah massively fashionable before, before she everybody just laughed at her oh I was pissed off when Brooklyn said that um, Mariah is hard to make funny. I'm like, yeah, Kiara didn't make her funny, but she is very possible, as we mentioned earlier, all the things mm. she could do. So I was a bit mm. like, come on, guys, Mariah Carey could be an amazing Snatch Game character. Do not play her like that. It's just sit and watch, if you could just sit and watch her reality show, like like a couple of episodes or the whole series, which you should have done, really, if you're going to do her Snatch Game. Uh-huh. There's plenty of material to use. Plenty. So it sounds to me like the judges were very split and it was quite close between Rita, Lemon and Jimbo for the win. So who mm. was your choice Jimbo? Because mine was. Yes, mine was Jimbo. Um, to me, it was between Jimbo and Rita. Um, I don't think Lemon had a look in because of that outfit. Yeah, I agree. That that ruined it for her. Uh, so they read Priyanka to filth, even though I thought Kiara was much worse. Mm. Um, but they seem to think she was, did the worst. And then backstage, Ilona and Scarlett are sleeping <laughs> for some reason. It's like you really so weird. Maybe they just shagged. <laughs> they were smoking and sleeping. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Jimbo gets the win, <clears throat> which w- was our choice as well. And then I also do agree with the bottom, which is Kiara versus Priyanka. And I'm especially mm-hmm. glad it was them as they gave... What is, to me, I believe, one of the best lip syncs we've ever seen on Drag Race. Oh, my God. Do you know what I love to say? say like, I mean, I think it was very, it was quite sloppy, but it was amazing. But they literally threw everything. They threw themselves on the floor. It didn't even matter that half of their moves looked shit. And, you know, we saw, I saw more I saw more tucked arsehole than I've ever seen in my life in this episode. <laughs> That's saying and something. It, it was, exactly. I know. That says a lot. I've been out in Soho on a Friday night. I just think... Um, it was, they just, you know, the, all the splits and the cartwheels. And, and obviously a lot of it is to do with the judges' reactions, which was obviously fantastic. I thought it was great. Yeah. And have you noticed that they are doing the full lip sync song, which they don't do on the American show? So it's mm. a lot longer what we're seeing. They just show an edited, condensed lip sync usually. But on Canada, they're showing the full three, four minutes. Yes, they show the full, they show the full four minutes. And I, that would be... To put in that kind of effort for that amount of time is hard. So um, I think they they both did really well. Yeah, I agree in terms of sloppiness. I mean, I I admire when they have that much passion to throw everything but the kitchen sink. Mm. But I thought that Mm. Priyanka, the reason she won was she timed her stunts quite well. So she didn't lose the emotion and feel of the song. Whereas at one point, Kiara was straying into oh, you're just doing a gymnastics display and you're almost not lip-syncing anymore. Uh, yeah, Kiara ended up being slightly madcap. Like, you know, it was just like, it was like, 
almost, you know, crazy to the point of desperation. Whereas I think <laughs> Priyanka, I think Priyanka managed to keep the crazy just slightly in its box. Whereas I think Kiara just was a bit too mental. But I, I almost cried watching this lip sync. I've watched it a few times already, and I agree with you. What you say is that one of the things that makes it was the reactions from the judges. Mm. And I think mm. we're we're such sheep that we just when we see people reacting, we follow suit. But Stacey looked like she was getting her fucking life in that lip sync. Oh, that- I know. She was banging the desk. They were her and Brooklyn were holding hands. I mean, it was it was fantastic. But it's like it's like we've said before with the stand up comedian thing and yeah. stand up comedian um, when when there's no laughter and they put on crickets, then obviously we think, oh well, that's not funny. But if the, if they had had a laughter track on it, we'd be like, oh look, it's funny, and we all that's laugh along. True. Do you know what I mean? So this was almost the same thing as that. Their reaction to it made it better, as in like, oh my it god, did. this is so good. <laughs> And the fact the song is so amazing and it just, it felt like a really perfect end to what to me was like a perfect episode. And then mm. uh, I personally thought it was yeah. going to be a double Shantae. A lot of people did. Did you, did you think that or did you think it was a clear mm. KRS? I did think it would be double, but then when they said it was, it was going to be Kiara going, I did understand that because um, I think it was too little too late it was quite it was a really good performance but it was madcap she pulled everything out of the bag they, they she, she was somebody, suddenly a comedy queen when she had done none of that for the rest of the series I think um, you know if she'd have put that performance in if put that level of effort into the performance of Mariah or some of the other challenges then they would have kept her but I don't I think it was I think it was too little too late yeah, and I think if they kept Kiara, she probably would be going home next week anyway. So it's like, yeah. I think if you do a double Shantae, you should also bear in mind, is it worth keeping this person or have they shown mm. everything that they've got? But it would, it would, have, would have only been down to, it would have only been down to um, the lip sync as opposed to anything she had done in the rest of the episode, which was pretty poor. Yeah, and it, it actually would have been a nice reference to like Brooklyn because Brooklyn bombed Snatch Game and then obviously slayed the lip sync and her and Evie Oddly both got to Shantae. Um, mm. So it would have played out the same as her episode. But I think that they wondered if maybe season one is too soon to be doing those kind of double Shantae's because the UK version didn't do it and the US didn't do it till season yeah. two, I think. Yeah. And I think and I think ultimately um, Priyanka is a much better drag queen. So it, that, she yeah. won it at the end of the day. And her, and her performance, even though crazy was much more measured definitely restraint emotion i mm. loved it so it took me a while but i'm now fully standing canada's drag race yes yay <laughs> happy days at last they finally won over the dyson so i'm trying to avoid the preview now because i think it's got too many spoilers in i saw a bit of it but i don't think we need to discuss it do we there was nothing notable it looked like it was gonna be fun um and um <laughs> did you <laughs> And Stacey's Stacey's new um, bobs, you know, plats and a bob look nice. Just look like a look like a fun episode to come. So I'm looking forward to it. And and also, but one thing one thing I will say is that there was only seven queens standing in the line. So that is what I thought was ooh, they are, they are going down quite fast. Just like you, <laughs> <laughs> damn you, <laughs> <laughs> damn you, fuck you. Um, we'll be back recapping Canada's Drag Race next week on. Uh, Mon- are we doing it Mondays now? Yeah, Mondays. Uh, but we also have our special Pride episode this week, as we mentioned earlier. We so do. don't miss that because it's very, very fun if I do say so ourselves. And until then, <laughs> thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.